It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. As always, as you know, it's a pleasure to have so many of you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the e-commerce Masterplan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. If you'd like to join the chat about e-commerce, these episodes and anything else you've got going on, you can join our Facebook group at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Now, there's been quite a bit of debate about our latest guest because last time we caught up with a phenomenal Dan Fagella, who shared so much advice from his journey through e-commerce. I'm not going to give you even the bullet points here, but it's well worth taking a listen to episode 108. But don't do it now, because right now I've got another phenomenal guest for you. So let me tell you about today's special guest. Dr. Claire Anyamo Sigwe is one of the UK's top 20 natural beauty experts and the founder and CEO of Prime Skincare. She's also the re- recent recipient of a British Empire Medal, yes, straight from the Queen, for services for do- to dermatology even. And that I think that's kind of social proof that I don't think anyone we've had on the podcast can beat. Uh, now, Prime Skincare is a boutique bricks and clicks business focused on making products to help the customer look pretty and feel confident. They launched in December 2011 and now have sales in excess of £135,000. Hi, Claire. Hi. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm really good. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here because I think you're our first ever skincare person. So um, it's, yeah. it's great to get into a new field. Um, awesome. I've just given our listeners like the most ridiculously quick overview of you and your business and what sure. you're up to at the moment. But how did you end up in e-commerce? Well, um, it started 2011. I was working as a makeup artist um, on the weekends and teaching part-time English and drama. And I had skin allergies. And um, I looked around on the high street, over the counter, online. And I couldn't find allergy-free skincare because I'm a celiac and an allergy sufferer. I'm also a vegan. Um, And that's the way that I was trying to remedy my skin symptoms. So... Uh, in true, I guess, entrepreneurial form, I just felt that, you know, the internet's pretty, you know, easy, not easy, but it's a, it's a great route to market for anybody that's new or is disruptive in some way. Especially when you're targeting such a tight niche. Exactly, exactly. I mean, there's 630,000 celiacs in the UK alone. I think globally, we're into the millions, um, about four to five million globally. But that's just one specific skin or or food intolerance. There's like over 300 different allergies, but there's eight common ones. And so obviously, I've got a whole lifetime to tackle them all. But... (laughs) As I said, I couldn't find me. I couldn't find an allergist, somebody who was qualified and actually cared about it because they are an they are an allergy sufferer. Mm. Um, and so I created Prime, which is the company on my 26th birthday. Didn't launch for another five months, so waited until December just to get the website up to scratch, mm-hmm. and just you know hit the publish button and just hoped for the best. <laughs> <laughs> so- really. So Claire, yeah. are the products purely of your own devising then? You've you've designed the products as well as the business? 
Sure. So I started mixing and blending uh, 18 months prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I had severe eczema and acne. My skin was really ravished. And because I'm, I'm a woman of color, the scarring of the acne and the eczema was quite dark. So it would always make me feel self-conscious. Mm-hmm. So I started making a small batch of product for me. Um, I used it. And I remember going home to my mum's one afternoon and my brother was like, you know, you've always got that family member that is so blunt. he held my forehead and was like oh my god all of your like rashes and bumps have gone and I was like thanks bro like thank you (laughs) but yeah I mean if if he can see that my skin is clearing out and then you know the family was sort of like why don't you do this why don't you help other people and I was like who me I'm not a celebrity I'm not well known I'm just some girl who's got allergies who's a makeup artist and a teacher who's going to take me seriously and they were like well just try so I started selling at a local um, market Spitalfields in East London Mm -hmm. and I tried all my formulas out there and people were sometimes eating it (laughs) (laughs) They just could smell how natural it was. They could read. There was always less than eight ingredients in any of my products. So it was so raw and pure. It was like raw skin food. Mm-hmm. And um, from then onwards, I started testing the products more clinically um, with a testing body. And then most recently, I've started working with other formulators to make the products more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, if they're too raw, then they are perishable. So it's about working with safe um plant-based and mineral-based um preservatives to keep them fresh but all my preservatives are essential oils so essentially it's still edible beauty it's fantastic oh wow <laughs> and um go back to the spitalfields market bit because sure quite often when i'm speaking to somebody who's got this got a great idea i say to them look go to your local market even if you can't sell anything just get some feedback so did that was that a really important kind of research and development phase for you being on the market stall meeting your customers face to face week in week out oh my god it was like it was so instrumental in building my confidence because yeah as you say that it's front facing so people can come back and go oh this that was horrible and and, yeah. and and return it the following week or they could come back and say oh this was great I'll take a couple more and um, I started off with a product which is still our hero product to today five years on called the harmony balm and um, people were taking it in the twos and threes and then they were coming back next week to say yeah I've sent a tub to Spain I've sent a tub to France because quite a few of the people that come to um, Spitalfields are um, on holiday they're mm-hmm. foreign so um, it was wonderful to have people sort of sending it abroad and giving me that fantastic feedback um, it was yeah it was really just about building confidence because I think for any young entrepreneur I was 26 I'm 31 now um you 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 don't really know what the hell you're doing (laughs) (laughs) I still don't know what I'm doing um so every day is research and development and you know it's a case of trial and error in most cases until you get your formulations to a standard and your customers are king you know and queen they will always tell you um what's working for them and what's not and sometimes they'll tell you subtly by not buying anymore or you know going elsewhere so you have to really be sensitive to those nuances and make the changes if you want to stay around oh so true but let's um before we get any deeper into the business let's just quickly let everybody know what the business is and where it is and what it's doing so you're based in london are you selling globally now or are you just uk 
Yeah, I'm selling globally via the website. So Preme is spelled P-R-E-M-A-E, skincare.com. Um, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. It's two words, premium and formulae put together because I registered um, principal skincare, but um, Debenhams asked me to cease and desist. Oh, really? Because <laughs> they've got uh, principal's clothing. Oh, of so, course. Right. So I went to a solicitor and they were like, look, Claire, you're just going to come up, have to create a new word because every word that you would typically think of is probably been taken. Mm-hmm. So um, I sort of went again, asked my customers. We were talking on WhatsApp. I had that P logo because, you know, P from the principles. I still wanted to keep the brand name as a P. And they were saying to me, Claire, what, what is unique about Prima? You tell us. And I was like, well, it's my premium formulations. And they were like, okay, <laughs> premium formula, Prima. Okay. So yeah, it, it just came about like that. The beautiful serendipity is that I've got some Brazilian friends and I spent some time in Brazil um, where I was writing my book which I am yet to publish. I will publish it hopefully this summer. It's just always so busy. But um, they assumed because the word prime in Portuguese means before the mother, pre-mai, and that's the spelling. So they were like, oh, you know, we thought it was pre-mai as in before the mother and before the, you know, before mother earth, there was all these elements and just natural raw material. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, that is such an amazing story, but it's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I I might use it though in certain circles, but no, 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 sorry. It's a bit more clinical, like premium formula. That's, that's the brand. Cool. I'm going to go off on a tangent quickly. What's your book about? Um, it's about, it's a Bible. It's about, it's a three part Bible, bit of a, like an old Testament, new Testament, Mm -hmm. but basically it covers three things that are instrumental to me as a person and to my, to my brand core ethics, which is how to eat beautifully, how to wear beauty and how to live beautifully. Um, because it's a 360, you know, it's what you're putting into body what you're putting on the body and then your your chi your flame your your mental spiritual physical being Um, let me know when it's out and uh, i'll make sure the listeners hear about it for you thank you so then the the product is all about the skincare isn't it and then what platform are you selling on so I'm, I'm selling on Amazon Luxury, which is the number one beauty um, destination online. Um, they actually are proper stockists. They buy my stock wholesale and then they um, distribute it um, to the UK and Europe as well, actually. Nice. Um, I have my own website. I also have a clinic at Harley Street. I actually just moved yesterday. I was at number one. I'm now at number 10 Harley Street. So um, you can come there for allergy tests and treatments, um, facials and face massage um, and general consultation. Yeah. About your food and nutrition, because I cover all those things. Um, And and as I say, it's a 360. So I look at, you know, what people are eating and then what they're putting onto their skin and then how they're managing their lifestyle, because environmental stress is is major you know just having that daily cup of coffee and then going out into air conditioning at work all of these different things that you think oh it's just part of life wreak havoc on the on the balance of your skin and the performance of your your body and now what platforms your own website on are you on a shopify or a magento or a wordpress i'm on a wordpress yeah good old wordpress good old woocommerce (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Okay, cool. And um, 
you mentioned there that you've got, you know, you've got the wholesale operation going on with Amazon. You're selling direct via your website. You're sure. also running the clinic too. Mm. So what does your team look like? What are you doing yourself? Who have you got employed? What have you outsourced? Um, I've got two part-timers. One of them is a wholesale manager. So he sort of looks after the distribution. And then I've got a part-time assistant and she's kind of like hands-on everywhere. She's basically like my second pair of eyes. So she does a bit of marketing, a bit of admin, um, and a lot of sort of social media and all of that sort of stuff. So it is really pretty much the three of us. And and you you do everything yourselves. Yeah, we do everything ourselves. I mean, everything. I've even got a digital magazine, actually. That's another um, e-commerce. The magazine is called Pre-May Magazine or Pre-May Mag on all the social medias. And uh, this we're coming up, we're, well, this was our sixth issue. We've been going since uh, January 2016. And uh, you can buy the products in the magazine. So it's a digital catalog. So you get all this good knowledge and advice inspirational stories like weight loss trans um, transformations or summer music or winter fashion whatever's going on that's topical and trending and then you can also click and buy the products as you're reading so it's a beautiful beautiful slick magazine so what platform do you put the magazine out on um I don't know the digital tech. Um, and a really <laughs> badass chick called Nancy does this for me. Um, so I guess Nancy's part of the team as well. Um, and it basically goes on our server. So it's at mm. mag.premayskincare.com. Um, I don't think it's on issue or any of those platforms. I'm not quite sure. But, but, the, it's but the, So the customers come, they download it, consume the content and hopefully click and buy the product as well. That's it. Nice. Very nice. Okay, so um, so out of all that we've talked about, Claire, all those many different things you've got going on in the business, what do you think is the most awesome thing about it right now? The most awesome thing about Prime is that we've been going for five years. We look and feel like we've been around for 50 years. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it feels like I just started last week. So (laughs) it's got this real sort of fresh energy. And I think now that the industry has caught up with veganism and allergy friendly and gluten free and all these terms that were really yucky. Um, what I was doing was seen as quite like the ugly side of beauty. It's now very mainstream. I think it's really exciting that we're best positioned to take care of people because that's my number one goal. And the only goal really is mm. to, is to make sure that our customers feel, look good and feel good. Um, in a non, it's, this is not about vanity. If it was just about vanity, I'd just be doing lipsticks and, yeah. and I'm not rocking that. I think that's amazing as well. But I think skin is such an integral part of who you are. Like it covers your whole body and just the liberation of having people being able to go out without, you know, tanned colored tights on or black tights on in the summer because they're trying to hide their psoriasis plaques when they're wearing a skirt or, you know, being able to do yeah just bear their skin out because they've cleared their scarring or their hyperpigmentation or their plaques I think that is just like that's what gives me great joy like that is the success that is really what it's about awesome and um I think it's probably worth letting the letting the listeners know because I I spent quite a bit of time going through your about us page and all that but you have a mantra don't you that kind of influences everything that happens at pre-may yeah (laughs) (laughs) what what is the mantra Um, 
I'm gonna have to have a look at that. I change my mantras all the time. Oh, I'm, I know the feeling. I'm, I'm like that a, too. Do you know what I, I was gonna say? I'm a feelings person, so it depends where I'm at. But my mantra is the the sort of main one is that it's beauty for all, or for you know aspirational beauty for aspirational women. Um, there's so many different sayings that we have above our door, but I guess it's really just about self love. If you can put it down to like a couple of words, it's like literally just about loving who you are, regardless of what's going on for you and doing pretty well. Cool. And then the the other key thing I kind of took from the website, there were a couple of key things I took from the website I want to ask you about. Two more of them. One of them was um, was I was really impressed by the refill service you offer because it, it kind of comes through from when you were introducing yourself at the beginning. There was a, you were talking about sustainability and about nature and all the all of those kind of things. Mm. And then you you offer a service whereby the customers can send their bottles back to you and you just refill them for them. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. So basically, I mean, we're obviously an ethical brand. We're non-animal tested. We're certified by PETA for being cruelty-free and vegan. And then I wanted to take it one step further because at the end of the day, our packaging is really beautiful, but you can reuse it. You can reuse, I'd say, 80% of our packaging um, and recycle 100% of it. And so what we do is we offer a flat rate fee of £40 for six items, which is £6.50 per item. It's crazy when typically a four set of products is like £85. So it's half price. If you send us back your empties, if the labels are looking a little bit tired and shabby, we'll relabel it, we'll sterilize them with tea tree oil, and then we'll refill them for you and send them back to you. And we've got some diehard Prime fans that we've had since, you know, year one who love that because they're like, I get to buy it at year one prices. I feel better that I'm, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That I'm recycling and being kind to the planet. So and it really appeals to, to your core customer base. It then. does. It do, I mean, the newer customers are like, you know, they're not, they're, they don't, they, they're just catching on. But really, <laughs> like I say, the sort of old school pre-made loveys, I call them. That's the crew. Um, that's our <laughs> little community. <laughs> the pre-made loveys, the old school lot, um, you know, Lucy Ashton and Kaya Young and Enam, they and Margie, they will all like send back products. And then I'll send them also like a little sample or two as well as as a thank you to fervently encourage that and to pass on that fresh new product to a friend or a, a colleague or whatever. So I love rewarding good behavior. And um, I just think, you know, it's such a, it's such a waste literally to waste yeah. packaging um, that to be frank is quite expensive. You know, our packaging is quite expensive. It's not cheap. Yes. Yeah, so it must so, be nice to see it getting used again. Again and again, yeah, it's fantastic. Now, Claire, you clearly are incredibly passionate about listening to your customers. Uh, sure. You just name-checked about four of them there, which I think is super impressive. Um, how <laughs> do you go about keeping that connection going with the customer as the business grows? You know, Have you got a tool you use? Is it just a case of jumping on customer services every now and then? How do you do it? Yeah, I'm kind of looking in the back end of the website a couple of times a day on um, the WordPress and just seeing who's bought products. Obviously, every single email in the business comes through to me. I am extremely busy, but I will skim read everything. And I always give like a little internal thank you to every purchase. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, because it is still a gift to get people buying your stuff. It's not guaranteed. I and mean, there's so much noise on the internet and bigger brands that are like, you know, brands that people put me in the same category as their marketing budget alone is like, 
you know, half a million yeah. most years. And I, I and I started my brand on twenty five grand for God's sake. Mm. <laughs> so I'm I'm a micro business compared to them. But the the I think what keeps people coming back is that personability. It's that interpersonal relationship where people can jump on the WhatsApp and say, Hey Claire, I'm about to go to Notting Hill Carnival. Um, should I drink gin or should I drink a brandy? And I'm like, Go for gin. <laughs> it's plant based. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here with you. Like we're FaceTiming customers as they're walking into Tesco's, you know what I mean? Mm. Going, nope, skip that one because you've got eczema, get that, get this. Yeah. No, one, no other brand is doing that. I don't think heads of brands or founders of other skincare brands um, without naming any are doing that. I just don't think that they are making that time. Now, obviously as the brand grows, will I still be able to be that hands-on when maybe I become a parent or I'm, you know, sitting on the beach in the Caribbean? (laughs) I'm not sure, but I I, I believe that I would probably be a little bit depressed if I wasn't that hands-on in the sense that I love what I do and Mm -hmm. it's natural to me. So I'm a big communicator. So I love talking to people. I love hearing stories and sharing stories. So um, that's always going to be an integral part of the brand. So I'm guessing all of that is why you've got such amazing PR. Because I was was looking at the website again, and it says you've been (laughs) featured in like over 100 magazines, 5000 beauty blogs, and lots of the, uh, you know, the big, the big guys as well. So has that been kind of like a, a, an aggressive process you've been through or has it just been something that's that's kind of organically grown the first year I was aggressively on it I was knocking down doors like jumping through windows I was just like hey just like popping up on people's desks like, <laughs> Hi. just thought I pass through and like drop a face bomb and like get the hell out of my office um and then I was like do you know what nah I'm good I'm gonna fall back for year two and I actually started working with the glossy box and birch box to um sample we sampled um over 250,000 women in the UK now that was major over the course of 18 months because we were going into 30,000 boxes that month 30,000 that month 25,000 in Spain so they had birch box had Spain and UK glossy box had specifically UK just a very very quick just to clarify for everyone listening those are services where customers subscribe per month and they get a box full of beauty testers essentially isn't it so a great way to get the brand out there completely and therefore I think journalists were getting those boxes they were learning about the brand I'm like oh this is really unique this is really interesting send me a full size of that product because typically in the beauty boxes is a sample size or a deluxe size or sometimes full size um so that was a fantastic way of getting all the bloggers knowing about us, all of the press knowing about us. And then we would do sort of like collaborations where if people were subscribing to a particular magazine, they would get a free product in the post. So I, a lot of my startup capital went into sampling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's just always going to be a really important thing to do. You know, I like looking at the old school players like Esther Lauder. And um, she heavily promoted the fact that everywhere she went with her, it was a bar or a club or you know a tea party she would give people samples all day long so actually I'm literally as of today I mean I always carry about two or three samples but I might just carry like for a bag of 30 samples no matter where I go <laughs> you're inspiring <Just> yourself <laughs> during this interview <laughs> literally <laughs> just because 
does. You never know. And it's always that time when you get caught out. You're somewhere like where, where you thought, oh, no one will notice. And it's like, oh, my God, Claire, let me introduce you to so-and-so. And they're like, do you have a card? Do you have a sample? And you're like, uh, uh yeah. no, but I can mail it to you. And it's like, oh. It's such a tangible, like, physical product. It has to be applied straight onto the skin. So it's good for you to have those things at your disposal always. Definitely. Well, on that note, I think we should move into the top tips round. Cool. Okay, I love the top tip section because not that we haven't had enough inspiration and ideas so far this episode, but it does give us some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Claire, first up, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Oh, you can't do this to me, Chloe. (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) I read about five books at any one time. Wow. Um, I'm just looking at my collection as we speak. Yeah, which is the best of the current five? (sighs) Okay, I would say uh, Rhonda Byrne, The Magic. Um, I would say Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. How to Know God by Deepak Chopra. You can have one more, but then one I'm going to stop more. you. Oh my God. Uh, Mastery by Robert Greene. Awesome. Well, there you go. I know we have several book junkies on the podcast. That's going to keep you all busy this week. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> the traffic top tip next then. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? I think that television, having a TV advert for like 30 seconds should be prized above all because the older demographic, they definitely still use TV as a litmus test for what's good, what's not. Uh, more so than social media, I think. And they've got more money than us. So I definitely think TV is definitely better. It can be really powerful. We actually had uh, someone from Guthy Renka on the podcast. So we have had skincare on before, which okay. I've forgotten. And their business model is entirely driven by... Um, you know, all their skin skincare sales are entirely driven by TV advertising. So wow. Hugely okay. powerful. Uh, okay, the tool top tip then. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Um, I mean, we're using all the typical ones. I do love a good Google Calendar for sort of keeping me abreast of what's going on otherwise I could, I could simply forget I do rely on that quite heavily um I've literally just deleted whatsapp because I found it very distracting and just randoms were just messaging so I have it for the for the customer phone mm-hmm. but I don't have it for my personal phone because it was just it's just too much and people are just too I just find it very dis- disruptive actually yeah, you, you sometimes you need to make sure that the it's still being looked after. It's being looked after in the right way and not just annoying you all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just notifications, notifications, and even when the notifications are not on, you're like, oh, there is that compulsion. So it is a bit of self management on yourself. Um, but yeah, Google is amazing. Google Plus for all things is great. Okay, cool. And then then uh, the last one of these, the startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? To pick a good theme. Because I think the way your website looks, it's your front door, isn't it? Everybody 
come to your website and they make a decision within a couple of seconds about whether they want to stay, like hang out on your website or not. Um, the way I felt when I started, and I still feel like this every time I look on my website, is like, hmm, I'd, what would I, I'd love to buy something from here. That, that's the way you want it to look as opposed to, oh, it's so clunky and I've got to click, click, click to get through. And it's, oh, it's just, you know, make it the customer journey your priority. You as a customer, what do you find irritating or enjoyable when you're shopping online? And make sure to eliminate those or do more of that. So if it's less text and more visual, because again, you're a beauty brand, put beautiful images on there. If you are an information brand, find a fun way to give that, to cascade that information without boring people. But I think you've got a couple of seconds to make that impact. So make sure your front banners are beautiful and your image or your packaging looks gorgeous. And, um, and just focus on, I'm really pleasing the customer and delighting the customer. They're not doing you a favor. They're literally giving you their hard-earned cash. So you need to make sure that you, you delight them, you know, with whatever small tools, free tools that you can find. Oh, what another piece of fantastic advice. Well, Master Plan World, you can find all those top tips and links to all the other things we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you'll see a link to this show. Now, Claire, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Sure. So you can find Prime Skincare, P-R-E, M for Mother, A-E, Skincare, everywhere. Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, the whole nines, YouTube. And then you can find me. Uh, I'm, I'm irritating because my uh, Twitter handle is most annoying. It's, <laughs> it's C underscore Annie Am, A-N-Y-I-A-M for mother underscore O-C-G-W-E. O-S-I-G-W-E. I guess if you find Prime, you'll probably find me quite quickly. But that's fantastic. Great. Well, we'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Claire, thank you so much for being on the e-commerce Masterplan podcast today because you've, you've shared such an interesting e-commerce story with loads of tips that we can all take away. So we really appreciate it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. All the best. How Lovely was it to hear from someone who is just so passionate about helping their customers and getting that message out there to people. I think uh, I think Claire's built a great business. I think it's be really interesting to see how it evolves as we all become more conscious of the full extent of of allergies and how we can use those to to improve our lives or how we can can beat them in order to improve our lives. Plus some great advice there in terms of listening to the customers, in terms of the PR side of things. And I thought that um, getting your getting your product samples of your product into the uh, subscription boxes was a great move because of course all the journalists would be subscribed to those boxes because it makes their lives easier what a, what a great idea what did you think of this in- interview though uh join the discussion in the facebook group which you can find at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash facebook or you can uh, search on facebook for ecommerce masterplan world and come and uh, come and apply to join there as one of our subscribers, though, if you're enjoying the e-commerce masterplan podcast, please do share it with your friends. Uh, Snapchat, WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook, over a coffee, over a pint, over a 
delicious meal for three. Uh, I don't mind, please, but please do share it because I, I love getting these, these uh, lessons, these insights out to ever more people. Have a great week, all of you, and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.